Chapter 1 Gardner, get off the phone. Why? Just do it. Still panting from my upstairs sprint, I counted the seconds, waiting for my young co-manager to end his call. Like the rest of this former bakery, the top floor of our rented building felt as big as a barn. Tall windows bathed the place in sunshine, when the sun was up, that is. Nights were a different story. None of the fireplaces were working yet, which made this high-ceilinged beauty impossible to properly heat. And on this moonless February evening in heels, hose, and a little blue dress, I hugged myself to suppress a shiver. Our D.C. location hadn't always been a bakery. Around 1865, it became a confectionery shop with an ice cream parlor so beloved that the Smithsonian's Museum of American History preserved a portion of its interior in its hall of everyday life. My everyday life wasn't nearly so fixed. At first, my move here had been a joy. My elderly employer had found me an elegant situation, house-sitting a historic Georgetown mansion. Madame Dreyfus Allegro Dubois had made flocks of influential friends in her 80-plus years running her New York coffee business, so I wasn't surprised that among them was the absent owner of said mansion. Madame had even bunked with me for a few weeks to help us open our D.C. doors and cut some red tape for a temporary liquor license. Then she headed back to New York, and for the next two months, I settled into a routine with my co-manager, a talented African-American jazz musician named Gardner Evans, who'd worked for years as a part-time barista in our New York shop. Hailing from the Baltimore area, Gard had harbored a childhood dream to open a jazz club in Washington, and given the longtime success of the legendary Blues Alley, just down the avenue from our D.C. digs, our elderly owner was thrilled to give the concept her blessing, as well as her funding. After all, Georgetown was a picturesque, historically preserved neighborhood with collegiate ties and bohemian leanings, much like the Greenwich Village location of our original village blend. It seemed the perfect way to expand our century-old family business, a dream Madame had been fostering in recent years. As for my dream, it had less to do with business than a man named Michael Ryan Francis Quinn, NYPD detective by trade, training, and instinct, who was now on temporary assignment at the United States Department of Justice. The protracted duration of Quinn's supposedly transitory duty was compelling enough for me to relocate. In plain speaking, I missed the man. As a result, I'd agreed to help Guard get this D.C. branch of our Village Blend coffee business up on its feet. Unfortunately, after eight weeks of coaxing, this promising baby was still on its knees. I handled the day shift coffee business on the first floor, which was decent, but it wasn't brisk enough to carry the jazz club, which was hemorrhaging money. Gardner managed the club, and we agreed the music wasn't the problem. It was the food. One recent devastating print review and a dozen online reviews concurred. That's why he'd asked me to stop by this evening and evaluate the menu issues, which I'd been doing, table by table, until I spotted the man with the gun. Keeping my cool, I moved slowly to the stairs and raced up them. Now I stood before Gardner in our small office on the third floor. He and I shared the space. 
The rest of this large top floor served other purposes, including a small apartment that Guard used and a green room for the performers he booked. At the moment, however, I regretted the floor plan didn't include an armory. Okay, talk to me, Gardner said, putting down his phone. What's up? I think we're about to be robbed. What? His espresso-hued eyes went wide. Have you called the police? No. Why not? Because nothing's happened yet. Then what makes you think? Remember that holdup in the news last week? The bistro on Connecticut Avenue? Two armed men took wallets, smartphones, and jewelry at gunpoint. The perps waited at separate tables for the right time to strike. Well, I think I've spotted them downstairs. In the coffee house? No, the club.